every morning I'd get up really early and I'd spend a lot of time journaling and, you know, putting that work into my mental health and my spiritual health. And that is what actually gave me the strength and courage to start the gym in the first place because I could actually see what I needed to do. Welcome to our podcast, Coffee and the Six Fs, brought to you by CrossFit Cameras. We are a health and wellness podcast that wants to change the perspective away from only treating individual aspects of the human and expecting them to live healthy and fulfilled lives as a byproduct. We aim to do this by inviting experts in the categories of the six Fs, fitness, family, freedom, future, finances, and faith. We also believe that one of the most impactful things a person can do for someone is to share their own personal stories in the effort to help others. So we'll also do that for you. I'm your host, Matthew Chouinard, and I look forward to sharing this time with you. Well, Deanna, thank you for joining us on our podcast. Um, Love it. We're going to dive in a little bit today about the gym, how it started, why we enjoy it so much, and kind of put into context the vision and why it's so important, especially at this time with COVID going on. Um, and all that stuff around there. So this is your first ever podcast, correct? You bet it is. That's exciting stuff. Um, yeah. So you are, we co-own Cross the Cameras together. I believe you bet we do. it was 2014. <laughs> <laughs> I believe it was 2014 that we um, incorporated, right? Yes, I actually was looking at my journal this morning, which is so funny. Um, July 8th was the day we found out that we got affiliated. We got our right. our our invitation accepted. Yeah. And April 13th was the day, the very first day we uh, held classes in the new facility on the on the training side um, on 2015. So. It's almost five years to the day because it's April 2nd today. In the new building. Wow. April 13th. Building. That's cool. April 13th was the exact day because I wrote it down and all, all of my um, anxiety and all that fun stuff of moving into a new building, but yeah. all the expectations that uh, I was expecting then and uh, conversations we had, it was pretty cool to read. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. So you actually started initially in your gym, correct? Yes. So or your garage, I, rather. My, yes. So I was uh, at the fitness center, Augustana Fitness Center, where the Kodiaks play, and I was managing there um, as the training supervisor. And um, as Augustana started to move around uh, in just how they, I guess, um, how they started to hire people they wanted me to move more into a role where it was more paperwork stuff and yep. that was really uh draining me so i knew that the time was then that i needed to get out because uh, i really wanted to be with people i wanted to motivate people people are what make me thrive mm-hmm. so i took a leap of faith and my dad and i while I took a two month leave of absence and during that time I made my garage, my dad and I gutted my garage and, and, um, 
made it into kind of a training center that I was going to work in while I was off. And it started to kind of stir within me that, man, I wonder if my clients would come and work out in my garage. And then, of course, uh, the whole CrossFit garage thing was up, was kind of the rave at that time. And I thought, hey, yeah. maybe I can have a CrossFit gym. And at that point, uh, I think I actually hired, I had an interview with you <clears throat> at the fitness center. And uh, to hire you and you had said to me I had asked you what would you like to do in five years and you said I'd like to start a CrossFit gym and I'm like you're hired because <laughs> I knew in the back of my mind yeah. that I would love to team up with you because there was no other CrossFit uh, trainer in town at the time yeah. and uh, so I I knew that that was a possibility but uh, so after I left and I asked you to come you came to the garage and it started to just kind of flourish it was it was a big learning curve of course but I worked from nine to three you worked from three to nine and we just started getting more and more popular which is amazing yeah it was so fun it's uh classes at that time max capacity was four people I believe and then yeah after the evening I would vacuum the front entryway of a few leaves and at the time that seemed like it was a lot of cleaning, but now we have what ten thousand square feet. Um, but though that was that was fun, and it it was cool to see the excitement around CrossFit and how you made your home into um, the starting of CrossFit cameras. I guess. Yeah, it was uh, just being at home for the past couple of weeks has really brought back a lot of memories of where it first started and where my love love for the whole um, gym experience started. So I am going to do a video in my a throwback Thursday video. Nice. Of uh, the old the old garage days and um, kind of where it started because I feel like it is it uh, it humbles you it bring, kind of brings us back to our humble roots that we just kind of, you go on a passion of, you know, what, what you thrive on. And for me, it was seeing people feel good about themselves and, and excited to accomplish things that they thought they could never do. And that just got bigger and bigger because we were able to make class. We were able to touch more people through a bigger space, which was a godsend. Yeah, absolutely. Literally. And to give a picture of what the starting place of CrossFit cameras was, it was, is it 400 square feet? Yeah, it was like, yeah. And I couldn't I was... <laughs> extend my arms over my head. No. Um, I hit my head on the pull-up bar at least three times. Well, that's going to be shown in my throwback video. Oh, Matt. is it? I'm going to show you. The, this is where Matt learned to swear. Bar. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> this is where he continues to hit his head every single time. No, it was awesome. <laughs> And then from there, we just kind of outgrew it, um, moved into 3,000 square feet. And then where we are today is about 8,000 total floor space, 8,500 8, to be exact. Um, but I think we started the gym, like you said, with uh, in our hearts and our minds why we wanted to do it. And that was before we understood what we do now about business, I guess. Um, yep. We just had good <laughs> intentions and just wanted to help people. But as we grew, we were like, oh, you actually have to know something about business and um, <laughs> put into words 
why you do this. So that's where we started working with Two Brain about a year and a half ago, two years ago, and they helped us put into words our vision, our mission, and why we do what we do. So when we get past the coffee drinking part, we'll talk about our vision um, and why it's been so important during this or any business in reality, why it's so important to have a vision to be able to pivot during uncertain times like right now with COVID going on. Um, It's not necessarily about your physical space. It's what you want to accomplish. So Deanna, what are you, what are you drinking right now? Well, I don't think it's a big surprise. I'm drinking a very large coffee in a very large mug. Today it is the color green. Color green. A nice light green. Your mug is green? Yep, it's a green cup and it's going to be the color of the grass by next week. Yes. (laughs) So as we record (laughs) this, it's like minus 25, right? Or something? Yep. Next lots week, of snow. there's going to be grass, yes. I promise. <laughs> yes, that would be so good. Get some fresh air for people. Um, yeah. What kind of beans are you drinking? Actually, NRG. Oh, nice. Yep, energy what? beans, and um, it they taste amazing, by the way. Uh, yeah. I tried a new one. It's kind of orange, orangey with a hint of chocolate in it. Is that, do you know the name of it? The energy. Not offhand. There's a Tanzania one. And, yeah. I'm drinking. It's so good. I had energy yesterday. Today I'm drinking Salt Springs Peru. And I talk like I know things about coffee, but I really don't. <laughs> I just. Well, all you really need to know about coffee is that it tastes good. Yeah. It's comforting. Yes. And um, it connects people. I was just going to ask you, why do you like coffee? It is right there. Tastes good, comforting, yeah. connects people. 100%. It's the catalyst to conversation. um, I got into coffee because my child did not sleep for the first year of his life. And so therefore Deanna didn't sleep for a year. (laughs) And um, I just remember the thing I would look forward to, the thing that would got me through the nights was that I'm going to have that coffee in the morning. And I didn't actually become a coffee connoisseur until those times of extreme fatigue. Yeah. But now every day I seriously look forward to my coffee in the morning. Yeah. So something good came out of something hard, just like oh. right now. That is going to be the topic of our podcast today, Matt. Yeah. Something good is coming out of something hard. Yeah. Yeah. The difficult times usually create a lens, a perspective for people if they if they let themselves see it to see the good things. Cause there are a lot of good things happening, but it's hard to see with everything else. Oh, amen. <clears throat> um, so our vision is to help people become holistically well so that they can make a positive impact on the world. Um, in there <laughs> and the, uh, the mission is the extension of that and what, how we do that. But in both of the vision and the mission, there's nothing about a physical location. Uh, which I think is so important um, because we just want to help people become holistically well. And then holistically well means not just fit, not just having a good diet or a nutrition plan, but also spiritually like faith, um, mentally, physically, um, basically the name of the show, the six F's, like all these things have to be pushed into. And when you have this vision of, what you're trying to accomplish, services just start to be created to help people with that. I don't know if you have anything to add to that. 
Well, I mean, with our with our vision, I think if I really think about just how what I want for well, what we both want, but just how um, the vision was created was that ultimately, or actually, when I was looking back in my journal again. So weird that I journal. I know oh, there's good. a there's a it's quick fact about Deanna that's weird, but um, I tried to come up with a vision statement back then, and it, it basically was exactly what we're doing now: is creating community among amongst people to bring out the best of themselves, mm-hmm. and um, and also to to touch all ages of the community. Yeah. So kids masters um teens all that sort of stuff which which when i we we fast forward five years that's happening um but every single age group always has the same underlying theme which is they want um they want to know they want to have a purpose they want to and they they thrive the best when they have a purpose and sometimes we get we lose our purpose in the midst of life all, everyone does because it's hard. But I feel like when we move our body and we and we are inspired to to do good things physically, it kind of rolls over into our mental state, and it, we start to see things differently. We, we we see things in a better way, a more positive way. We see ourselves in a more positive way, and we we can accomplish things that are, or or maybe we can step into things that we are sometimes don't see as our as our purpose but I feel like as I as I've gone through this whole business and and developed where uh where we are today I see more and more of people just being so like finding that community and being so happy that that they found it because they were lacking something Mm -hmm. and this is one part of of how it helped them find that part that they were lacking again because they feel better maybe um, more able to to take the decisions they need. Some of them have changed careers completely mm-hmm. and gone in a totally different direction. Not saying that we've caused that, but it's just like they can see clearly, more clearly. Yeah. Um, some people have uh, changed direction in their relationships. Some people have um, just said no to bad eating. Some people have just really been committed to, you know, changing changing so much about their life that and that's kind of what our what we see as um as our vision is finding their purpose but but through through a community setting and through what you know what they find in our community to help them find their purpose so that's i don't know if i've even answered your question matt but i'm just rambling now at this point well i actually didn't have a question (laughs) i asked asked if you had anything to add so you're good it was the perfect (laughs) answer then See? I just like to talk. No, this Maybe is, you need to edit that. <laughs> no, this is good. This is what a podcast for, just chatting. Um, yeah, and I think in the show, like in the intro, I talk about how we think that we can treat individual aspects of the person, right, and then make them healthy. Or someone, and an individual thinks that they can be the fittest ever, and that's going to make them happy. Or they can have a mass amount of money or whatever, basically take any of the six F's, right? Freedom, finance, future, faith, fitness. Did I say that? There's six of them. I can put them in the show notes. Friends. Family. There you go. Family. Family. Yeah. So 
they assume that they can take individual aspects and put all their energy into it. But I think what this is clearly showing right now is that people have put all their energy into one of those. If it's stripped away, it becomes very, very hard, right? It becomes hard to put everything into context and to understand who you are. And I think that's another, I guess, blessing through this all. It's given a clear picture of what people need to start investing in. Like, like you said, people are important and that's where we need to put our energy and you can't pour from an empty cup. So that means you have to prioritize your fitness, your mental health and all this. And oftentimes it's really easy to see the urgent things in front of us. Like I need to take care of this. I need to take care of this now because you see the side effect instantly. Like if I don't do the dishes, I can see that there's dirty dishes in the sink. But if I don't prioritize my fitness or my eating or my relationships, it might take five years before you see the negative side effects. But at that point, it's really hard to change it. That is um, something that I've learned the hard way from. Mm. <laughs> because um, going through things in my life, like especially kind of what drove me to go into my gym um, in my personal life, I became very focused on my fitness because that is a part of my life that helped me feel good during a really, really, really hard time in my life. So that's the thing that I poured my 100% energy in, but soon found out that my body was breaking down and I wasn't spending enough time on uh, the mental side of things. So um, I was burning out very fast. So Hence the journaling, as I was yeah. saying before. So I really figured out quickly that number one, I needed to have a, a good community of people to support me that I was able to talk to, which again was my mom, my mom and dad. A lot of my friends who you'll see at the gym um, that were grudge, our grudge. Um, Gradgers. Yep. Um, and well, my my faith, which is right. God. Yeah. Um, and I really took that time. I, every morning I'd get up really early and I'd spend a lot of time journaling and, you know, putting that work into my mental health and my spiritual health. And that is what actually gave me the strength and courage to start the gym in the first place because yeah. I could actually see what I needed to do. So, uh, I mean, I, I can honestly say I probably was exercise. I had an exercise addiction at that point. Um, I know that Julissa has touched on that a little bit as well, but I mean, it's a real thing, especially for women. <clears throat> and it's a, and it's a, a place where we can, it's a, it's socially acceptable. Right. To, right. Because it's not me drinking um, alcohol every day. It's yeah. not me taking drugs. It's me being healthy yet. It was somewhat a little bit unhealthy. So coming from seeing where I had to change things that was burning me out, I, I, Felt like I wanted to also take my experience and what I know that everything ha everything has like too much of anything is a bad thing. Yep. So that's why you know the six F's is so important because we do have to actually we could say this we could say you know that's stupid or whatever kind of roll your eyes but we actually do have to to take it into consideration that if we don't have um, enough of those things in our life uh, where we can um, pour into our spiritual, mental, family, friends, all those types of things, 
there's going to be a problem down the line. There's, we're going to run into some sort of problem. And, um, and that's why I feel like we have a healthy balance in that, or we can really, we can really strive to help people because we've been there. At least I know I've been there myself. Yeah. Where, no, me too. Yeah. And I said, yes, fitness is great. CrossFit is great. But if I see you CrossFitting six days a week and then running a marathon on Sunday, there's a problem. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe we need to go for coffee. Yeah. But I think we, you know, we all, it's nice that to go through these things to help other people to become more balanced is, is really a gift that I, I cherish. And hopefully I come, I can come across that way to the people that come into our gym. Yep. No, I love that. And I think it's so hard to say that something is good is something that is good can be bad. Like if you work out too much, you might get some overuse injuries or your other aspects of your life might start to fall to the wayside. And what you touched on there is personal experience. I think that is truly what can help people, right? Like wisdom is basically comes from experience and most of the time hard times. So everything we're going through right now, people can use it as a way to help people or they can use it as a way to play the victim. Um, And it's those people that see how they can help others. And I think that's so important that we help others because that gives us purpose when we just try to fill our days with things like working out a bunch or drinking a bunch or whatever else, it's mostly because we probably lost a sense of purpose and drive. Um, cause it's fulfilling to try to, that doesn't mean fulfilling doesn't mean easy. Like it's hard. It's hard to, it was hard for you. I'm sure to open up your garage. Like there's a lot of fear and doubt. And then as we continue to grow and as you continue to do things, there's a lot of difficult things, think they're on the other side of it of it being difficult it's also fulfilling and gratifying um, gratifying is that a thing yep. yeah yeah for sure um, and yeah that's why I think it's so important that people start to use their stories and experiences and not hide them to themselves because people mm-hmm. everyone has issues everyone has something they need help with so if you can create your business so to help people solve a problem because that's what a business is supposed to be every business should be a solution to someone's problem Totally. Yeah. hundred percent. And that, and that is, that is what drives me is that I know what, how CrossFit helped me personally. And I know that everybody has issues in life. I mean, you wouldn't be human if you didn't. And so if I, if it can, if I can help someone, um, a little bit, I feel like that I've, I feel, I feel great. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That my purpose has been is being achieved and especially uh like a healthy community has always always been like when i was reading my journal again i was like i had in big letters healthy community and that is just kind of what we see our business going towards is that everybody um can be their best person when they're healthy mm-hmm. and uh and that like as we're just kind of mentioning again and again that that's the whole person, not just our fitness, but er- everything that is included in that. However, I, I use fitness as a good platform, or I used fitness, fitness as a, actually, we all use fitness as a good platform to, you know, to start that process. Yep. That health process. Yep. Yeah. I think everything's just a platform um, to help people. And I think that's what a lot of 
people need to understand is their gym, their facility, their organization is, should be a platform to help, right? The idea of help first, yeah. like, how can I help you? Um, yeah. and that's what you're really good at is creating a home and seeing how you can help someone, right? We have all these different services, but if we can help the person, we will send them somewhere else because like you said, people are important. It's not just about having them in our gym. We want to make no. sure we can help them. Absolutely. Absolutely. I, well, the best part of my job is that I get to usually meet with almost every single person that comes yeah. into our gym before they actually join our gym. And so that's a really good opportunity to hear what they're struggling with or hear what, what they need. And, and that, that is um, something that I'd love to do is I, I can I can hear people. I'm a good listener mm -hmm. <laughs> for the most part, yep. and and um, I feel like there's always a way that we can help someone regardless um, of of what their problem is. And because number one, we've had so many people of great staff with different experiences and different giftings that I feel like somebody most definitely can fit into one of those categories. So it's it's been a joy for me to be able to say, Hey, you know, you, you will love this class. You will love this instructor. They, you know, they will, they'll help you, you know, with what you're struggling with, or, you know, maybe it's sometimes they just need, they need somebody to say, Hey, let me make, um, let me be account. You can be accountable to me. I'm going to check in with you in 30 days. And I want to like, and this is what you're going to accomplish in those 30 days. Like, you almost need, people just need um, that accountability or that yep. uh, somebody who is going to check in with them because then they can't uh, go off the rails. So even even transferring now into this online training, because now it's not a face-to-face -face thing, even though Zoom is amazing because you can see people, which is great. I feel like just being accountable to someone that, hey, she's going to check in with me. Yeah. And, you know, she's excited about this workout and then I'm going to get it done. I need to be able to tell her what I did. And, um, you know, having that person know, like knowing that they're going to that they care, number one, but that they care that you get the workout done and what you did in that workout is um, it's human nature to to want to do it, to yep. want to accomplish it. Yep. Right. And so that that's kind of what that whole accountability thing is um, with both being in front of people, having an appointment to go to a workout, yeah. also having it, you know, a coach check in on you every day. It's, it's human nature to want to succeed on that and keep going. So that's why uh, I feel like we can be successful without a building as well, even though I love the building yeah. aspect and yeah. physical people I can see and touch but we can still feel successful with um, getting results from people by just, you know, being present through the presence of our words mm -hmm. and encouragement, mm -hmm. knowing that we do care that they're moving their body still. So. No. Yeah, I agree. And you touched on our coaches having individual giftings and that that's why you feel safe giving people to them. And the, the thing about going back to the vision, right? So we have our vision, we have our vision mm -hmm. and values and all the coaches, I think they can clearly see that now, right? So all their coaches are pushing towards this vision. We just want to help people become holistically well. So they make a positive impact. And then 
from the backside for us, we look at and say, okay, this person is good at this. Like you said, you're good at connecting, right? I like to systemize and see the bigger picture and take a broad horizon. And then we have each individual giftings from the coaches. And once they see the bigger picture of this is where we're going, they start to utilize their gifts and we give them things that help them utilize their gifts because like you said before, that gives them a sense of purpose. And when you have a sense of purpose, you're no longer pursuing these, I guess, um, consumer type things, right? Like, or you don't, you're not looking for happiness outside of the purpose you've been given because that is fulfilling. Again, doesn't mean it's easy, but it's fulfilling and it's cool to see. Oh yeah. It's, well, it's fulfilling for us to see for sure. Anyways. Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's been, it's been a quick turnaround getting everything online, but without our amazing team, it wouldn't have been possible. So, um, Amen to that. without a team, it's really hard to do things. Um, and it's, it's, it's honestly for us being able to take a back seat and putting them up on there and saying like, or the brand, I guess, the brand yes. is the vision, encompasses the vision. And then we just lift everyone up in their giftings. Um, yeah. But what do you enjoy most about owning a gym? Well, fitness is my, was my passion since I was in high school. Like I love, I love fitness. I love feeling fit, moving my body, being outside, being... Um, and so to be able to motivate people to be fit is as my job. Yeah. Um, like that, that is, uh, it's invaluable to me, but I mean, as, as a, this is year five and I'm moving into the background, more of the back business type, which has been the biggest struggle of my life as you've walked me through that, Matt. Thank you. Um, <laughs> I really enjoy watching like our instructors come into their own purpose yeah. and um, and watching them realize their passions yeah. and what they're good at. Um, so that that has been a lot of, I guess, and the fact that I've always been an employee and not an employer. Mm-hmm. And the fact that, you know, sometimes I've had really bad employers where they've, they've never, ever gave me the platform to be who I am. I feel like it's just kind of a gift to be able to have a platform that people can come, come into and fly and use their yeah. giftings. Um, even though they're co- like they're, they're contract workers and they, they're kind of their own boss, like we're, we guide them and we're able to get, um, pour into them in a positive way to be who they are. And even though I started at motivating people in fitness, now it can be um, just having a place where people can use their giftings to, to motivate people. So I guess maybe a little bit of mentorship there too. And that I love, I love that. Mm -hmm. I love seeing, and, and I, never wanted to be I've, I've always had some pretty controlling managers and and just how they stifle people and I've I've thought to myself if I ever was someone if I ever was in more of a leadership role I I would never want to be that person I never want to make them feel like I felt and so hopefully 
now with with the platform that we have um i feel like our staff is more part of a team and not just uh you know under a a dictatorship and i yep. love i love that that's my favorite yep. part right now no it's super cool being able to like mentor create leaders so that they too because that the vision's an extension of that for a staff as well right like Sure. to help them be holistically well so they can be leaders to the members to the world to everyone else which yes. is pretty amazing to see 100 percent. um and i think that's becoming very transparent and clear for people now the importance of leaders whether that's a business leader or a leader in whatever mentor leader right and i think yeah. it's so important that people have mentors whatever you want to call it mentors coaches in almost every aspect of their life um yeah in the six f's right because you can do it by yourself but the time and energy that you spend doing that is costing you opportunities right it's costing you time maybe with your family or time you could be working on your fitness um but it's really really important to save yourself years and years of trial and error and frustration and maybe putting other things the passenger seat during that time so i think that's it's vital yes agreed um okay this has been great now i'm gonna get to the closing questions the fun stuff um Whoa. name one thing on your bucket list i forgot about that one and it's okay um, if it takes a bit of time i try to stump people apparently and they just yeah. kind of stare at me for a while bucket list well I I want to I, I don't even know really what a bucket list is something that you want to do right something you want to do before <laughs> you die and not necessarily do but have accomplish or really something that's important to you that you love to do okay well this big this could be long but I'll make it up things that come to my mind quickly are i want to see uh jerusalem yeah the holy i think that would be great um i want to have a greenhouse one day doesn't have to be big but i love flowers as everybody knows and i would love to bless people with working at my greenhouse yeah <laughs> the smell i can smell I, it right now it'd be great yeah I want the greenhouse uh, to be attached to the most amazing coffee shop so yep. you can get flowers and then sit and have coffee in community. Yep. Um, and I want to have a cabin somewhere. Yep. By a lake. That I know it's good. not really a bucket. Maybe that's not a bucket I list. I think it is. 100% I, I it would, is. I would love to be able to sit on a deck with a festive beverage and overlook a sparkling lake with i don't know ducks, ducks. maybe some fish maybe jumping some in the loons. background i don't know but some swans peace. i just yeah. i think that'd be so peaceful and wonderful yep. and be able to share it with everybody yep oh i think that's awesome and it, it becomes that much um more significant when you can share it with people right i think Amen. that's what people are noticing now too again like all these things that Argue become very truthful and apparent is things are worth sharing. Like they're that much more meaningful. Laughter, coffee, like you said earlier, um, 
a peaceful place. It's just yeah. meant to be shared. Amen to that. Um, the goal is Boring to help. By yourself. What's that? Boring by yourself. Boring by yourself. Um, <laughs> the goal is to help people. If you could give one piece of wisdom or advice that you think could help someone today, what would that be? Hmm. I have to think about this one a little bit, but um, I always remember my when I was going through the absolute worst time of my life. This is probably the emotional part. I'm not trying not to cry because I know. Julissa cried four too. times. You're good. Um, but I was going through the worst time of my life and my cousin came and picked me up to take me for lunch and I was driving we were driving to the restaurant and I just had a really overwhelming sense of despair because I knew I had to go through the next year of my life which was going to be hell at that point and he said to me and I just said to him I can't imagine getting through this year and he said you will get through it because this too shall pass Mm -hmm. and the best is yet to come Deanna. (laughs) I'm trying not to cry. (laughs) Yeah. And it's just talking about how things Uh, pass. Well, at that time it was so overwhelming, but the words were profound to me because it is like you, you're going to walk through that year. You're going to get through it. Um, It's going to pass. The best is yet to come because you learn through those circumstances, different skills, how to think differently, how to get through it. And, and it's, and um, I tell people this who are going through a hard time, especially in this day and age, especially yeah. what's going on right now, yeah. that this is going to pass and the best is yet to come because what, what's going to come out of this situation is going to be so much better and more beautiful for many people because we've we've created we've been able to, we've created we survived we we're going to think differently yep. that it's going to be worth it and and I mean I wouldn't give back that hard time in my life for anything because it gave me what I have now which is amazing mm-hmm. so that's what I would tell them yeah no I think that's worth its weight in gold right there and I think a lot of yeah. I think a lot of um, verses or quotes or anything like that becomes very meaningful when you're actually in the situation, right? Like totally. a quote might not mean something you, to you today, but it, or a Bible verse, but it will be a part of you that you can take it and apply it in a situation like that, which is huge. Um, it is. I, I will never forget it because it was like, yep, I'm going to get through this. Like, um, this too shall pass and the best is yet to come. You don't think the best could ever come out of it, but it does. It really does. Yep. It, it's amazing. Yeah. It's hard to see in the moment, and, but if yeah, you can keep attaching it's yourself. It's very cloudy, yeah. but that's why others can bring it. Um, others help you see that, that it will come. Yep. Yeah. No, that's an amazing piece of advice. Um, this one's not on here, but what book are you currently reading? If you are. Well, <laughs> the Bible. Nice. Yeah, <laughs> so, that's a book. I'm so boring. Yeah, um, that's awesome. I read that, but I'm I'm reading. I can't even remember the name of it. Something about the street on Rue Saint Marie. It's a, a kind of like a war story. Okay. Um, about how this woman helps uh, soldiers get out of Paris so that they can go 
fight the war again and, and bring freedom to their country. And it just some of the trials that she goes through just to help other people are, is amazing. Yeah. So I feel like sometimes I should stop complaining and start living her motto. Well, I think it just puts things into context, right? Like there's things have happened throughout the lifetime of the world. Like this situation, not exactly, but things that have like thousands of books have been written on how good things have come out of it. Um, yes. It just takes the ability to see those and to apply them and maybe create our own story. And that's why I think it's not silly you journal. I think it's really important <laughs> because then you can help people with that. Yeah. And, and you know, what's funny is that you can look back when you're stuck in a situation like I was like today, you can look back five years or six years ago and you can say, Holy smokes. Like, I remember being super stressed out back then about, you know, what am I doing? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Can I even do this? And um, thinking it was really hard. And like, and now sitting in my chair this morning, thinking it's really hard. And I look back and I'm like, wait a minute. I got through all of that and we just keep growing, growing. I got a great partner and, and you know, he's smart and he's <laughs> focused and, he, and he's helped bringing this, uh, helped um realize the potential in in the business and it's like wow i can't wait to see what's going to come out of of this whole coronavirus and our isolated ways and how we're going to use technology to keep connected like it's it's crazy i've learned so much in one week yeah that my mind is blown my head is actually bigger than it's ever been so <laughs> watch out people when you see my hair it's crazy <laughs> physical adaptation it's you know, that, and I think it's so important that people know the importance of asking for help or seeking help you and that is the hardest own. and um I was very very I was I still am probably the hardest I it's very hard for me to know number one when I need help and and to ask for it I usually am kind of a mess before that happens but I always felt like people would judge me or that they'd say you're so weak or I can't believe you, you, you know, have to ask for help or, but it's always the opposite. Yeah. Whenever I ask for help or when I, you know, if I am sharing something uh, deeply troubling with someone, they're, they're so quick to, to help, to want to help and yeah. to want to jump in and, and it was only in the times that I asked for help and was at, at and more vulnerable that things turned around, which yeah. is, or, or like the, the biggest breakthroughs came, which was like people showing up um, at, at the gym when I left the fitness center, like anonymous money coming in because, you know, I had to pay bills before we got it started. Like it was crazy things that happened, but you know, once you, you reach out, uh, you don't feel so weak. You actually feel stronger, yeah. which is it's, and it's really pride, my pride, but, uh, I've learned, I've learned that now is that you can't be an Island in times of trouble. You, we were not created to be islands. We were created to have people's, um, work at everything together as a team. And, um, that's when great things happen. Yeah, 100%. I think we need to be able to understand where we're weak 
um, well, we went through a whole shift um, this past year in what we understood our roles. And like once we saw, yeah. like once I was like, I'm not actually good at this, but there's the coaches or Deanna is really good at this. I need to give it to her. But like you said, that takes humility and the ability to say, I can't do this on my own or I'm not actually that good at this. Um, <laughs> you can yeah. force it and you can wear yourself out. But that's saying like you can go fast alone or you can go far together. Um, yeah. Like everyone's been giving gifts. Everyone's been giving sp specific strengths. And there's also, they have weaknesses as well, right? Like I don't think I've met someone who's gifted in every single aspect of life. No. And I think that's no, why we were created. Be be yeah. Yeah. I think that's why we're created to be in community so we can do that. Ask for help, give help, and then everyone flourishes. Yes, it's so true. Awesome. Well, Deanna, thank you for your time. And uh, hopefully we'll have all our members, all our coaches back in the gym very soon. Yes, I am looking forward to seeing people, uh, not just on a computer, but uh, I am very thankful for Zoom. Yes. Zoom, Zoom is so amazing and uh yeah i'm getting better at using it thank you matt for being patient <laughs> you're doing great <laughs> and yeah thanks for taking the time to ask me all these questions absolutely we'll catch you next time you bet thank you for joining us in today's episode as we had the pleasure of talking to co-owner of cross the cameras deanna roper even though our doors may be closed our physical location may not be running we have moved everything online and still are pushing towards our vision of helping people become holistically well so they can make a positive impact on the world if this sounds like something that might suit you please feel free to contact us and see if we can help you catch you next time <laughs>